0: You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Good morning, everybody. Good um, so, uh, so we are uh, continuing in this conversation of uh, what's the point of Judaism and, uh, and moving through the Torah. Um, as I mentioned last week, I, I think it's worth lingering for a while in uh, last week's Torah portion, Parsha Mishpatim, just because there's so many mitzvot, so many commandments in that uh, in, in that parasha, uh, many of which are um, uh, either still relevant or worth uh, consideration, worth conversation. And, uh, one of those uh, laws, which is not, I guess, technically relevant anymore, uh, but nevertheless, I think is worthy of our conversation because it uh, um, uh, bears on uh, a larger contemporary conversation: is uh, the commandment of the about the death penalty uh, in uh, in Judaism. So, if you uh, a cursory read of the Torah will uh, 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 bring up that uh, the, the death penalty was. Um, uh um uh, very commonly invoked um as a punishment for uh a number of different crimes um of course for for murder uh but uh, but also for uh for for things ranging from uh adultery to uh um uh, to um uh, uh idolatry um uh, to uh, uh violations of the sabbath uh to um uh striking one's parents Uh, All of those incur the death penalty. Um, Interestingly, though, um, if you look through the Torah, there are very few examples of the death penalty actually being uh, uh, applied uh, in any particular case. Um, uh, And the cases that do come to mind all involve God's uh, direct um, authority uh, saying that, that that should be the punishment for this person. In other words, it's outside the hands of human justice, uh, to impose the death penalty in those cases. Really, God decides. So the, the one that sticks out, there are others that are kind of in the context of, 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 sort of war and battles, so the, the golden calf I'm not really considering in this because it's, um, it's not so much the death penalty, it seems from the description as like a, sort of like a civil war that breaks out in camp almost, um, but uh, the one that comes to mind is uh, in, uh, in the book of, uh, um, gosh, I believe the book of Numbers, and it's escaping me now, it's either the book of Numbers or the book of Exodus, um, you have a guy who they discover to be collecting sticks on the Sabbath. Uh, and they don't know what to do with him, so they inquire of God, or Moses inquires of God, and God uh, uh, prescribes that, uh, that, that he should uh, um, uh, be stoned. Um, so uh, so that, that's really the, one of the few that I can think of examples of the death penalty actually being applied in, in Torah. Um, and uh, though the rabbis of the Mishnah and Talmud uh, talk about the laws of the death penalty, there's also very few if any cases where they actually talk about imposing the death penalty in the uh, uh, in in the rabbinic period, um, part of that is because um, once uh, uh, once the Romans uh, uh, took over occupation of uh, of, of Judea, um, while they allowed rabbinic courts to continue to function in some ways, they stripped them of their authority to try capital cases. Um, the Romans still had the death penalty, but the Jewish courts could no longer impose it. Um, so part of the reason is that, but even in the literature that comes earlier than the Roman period, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, the laws of it are discussed, but the application of it is very, uh, seldom if ever, uh, discussed. And so there's a, um, a, a real, um, uh, uh, um, Uncertainty among scholars if the if the death penalty was ever imposed by a by a rabbinic court. The the book of Maccabees again would be more civil war, I guess, because there's plenty of slaughter in there. Mm. Yes, and my guess is that uh, under Maccabean rule, um, after the after the story of Hanukkah, um, when the when the Hasmonean rulers had their own system of courts and things like that, they probably had the death penalty. Um, in, in that in in that case too, um, so that that there may have been, but that but if you think about it, that that's really you know a century of Jewish history in which there may have been the prevalence of uh, of of uh, of the death penalty, um, and there's certainly precedent for it in the Torah. But nevertheless, um, so, uh, so 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 I, I I bring up all that um, to say that that while the Torah uh, makes the death penalty. Uh, in some sense, it's pretty cut and dry. Um, there's been a real hesitance, uh, um, even in the biblical period, to uh, apply the death penalty. Um, and part of that, I think, is built into the reasoning that the Torah gives for the penalty itself. Okay, So there are two reasons, really, the Torah gives. We talk about what's the point. Um, there are two reasons that the Torah gives, and, and gives them sort of repeatedly. Uh, the first, and so we can look at uh, um, the Sefer uh, here for one of them. He points out one of them, but I think that there's another one that he doesn't point out. So you look at the bottom of page 205. He says it in the following way. zo So the root of this mitzvah is obvious to everybody. Uh, because uh, the, the, uh, the king in justice establishes the land. Um, or sustains the land. Um, in other words, right, you, need, you need strict justice in order to keep the peace. Um adam uh, Because were it not for fear of justice, people would kill each other. Alken sivanu And that's why uh, God, may God be blessed, uh, commanded us to, uh, to execute the murderer um uh, uh and in God's wisdom uh God saw fit to punish uh, uh the murderer in uh in in, uh, in the ex- in an execution of uh, strangulation uh, there are actually four kinds of execution laid out in the Torah strangulation uh decapitation um uh, stoning and burning um <gasps> And they are uh, they're, they're understood to be uh, varying degrees of severity, I guess, of torture, essentially, and so uh, um, are, are offered for various kinds of punishments. Uh, um, uh, uh, strangulation, the punishment for murder, is actually not the strongest one. The strongest one is, is considered to be stoning, um, for whatever reason. I've never tried it, so I don't know why it's the most stringent one. Uh, but, uh, but that one is reserved for, for violations of Shabbat and, and uh, idolatry and things like that. anu. Um, um, so, uh, um, uh, uh, actually, okay, so he does have the second reason, good. So uh, the, the, uh, um, the, the matter is also uh, uh, fitting for us uh, to understand in the following way. Ki ka'asher asaken selo. Because as he has done, so must be done to him. Vaharotzech kavanato lahamit hanirzach bimhera ki mi pachdo elav yimaher mitato bicho kocho ukemoken hekela ha torab mishpato lahamito bichenech shehimita memaheret volo bestrefa o shehen bitsaar rav. Alright, so uh, it's a killer's intention to murder the victim swiftly. For fearing him, he would hasten his death with all his power. Right? In other words, you you know you don't want to uh, give most murderers don't want to give a slow and painful death because they don't want to get caught or they don't want to risk the person who they're trying to kill overpowering them and uh, and killing them. So they try to do it quickly. And so therefore, it's uh, fitting in terms of justice to give them a swift execution, which is strangulation uh and without a great amount of uh, pain. Um, uh, uh, however the, in, in in other kinds of uh, capital cases, for example adultery uh, uh when those who committed the wrong derived enjoyment from it, um their enjoyment lasted a while, um so their punishment needs to involve more pain uh and be slower, uh burning or stoning. Uh but what what I wanted to get out of that is isn't so much the uh the the, um, the the justice of the exact kind of execution, but the notion that, um, that execution is, uh, is a just punishment for a crime, right? So it derives the whole context for the, uh, for the commandment of the death penalty in, in Parashat Mishpatim comes from what's known as, uh, Lex Talionis, the, the law of Talion, the law of retaliation, um, which, uh, which is meant to, um, uh, uh, uh make a fitting punishment to the crime that was committed, right? That's the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, uh, hand for a hand, uh, et cetera, Right. Um, so the, um, there was a great formulation of this in, uh, in an article about uh, capital punishment that, uh, um, that, that, I read by a guy named Ernest Vanden who's a, who was a professor, a law professor at Fordham university, um, I believe is no longer alive, but he said something like, um, um, as the killer removed a person from the community of the living, so too does the community deem him not fit to be among the community of the living. Right. So, um, so in thinking about how uh, capital, how uh, um, uh, execution is a fitting punishment for murder, um, he took somebody out of the community, so he gets taken out of the community. Right? Um, now you could ask, okay, well, wouldn't life imprisonment also, uh, uh, achieve the same effect? Um, not really, because the kind of taking out of the community is, uh, is, 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 uh, is, 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 is final and, 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 uh, costs the person's life. And so too, um, it seems fitting, uh, uh, for the murder. So you yeah, have, there's two reasons. Um, the first is, uh, that, uh, um, it's a deterrent punishment. Other people will, see and hear that, um, that, that this is what happens for murderers, uh, and, uh, um, and therefore won't, uh, commit murders themselves. Uh, and the second reason is, um, is that it is, uh, it's, it's equal justice. So the, the problems with those two reasons, um, are the following. The first is that, um, uh, the the proposition of the deterrent capacity of uh, of execution um, is somewhat dubious. We're certainly still debating it today. Right, uh, <laughs> and the research is frankly uh, inconclusive uh, because it's really hard to uh, hard to analyze how many murders are prevented by a certain uh, by a certain act. Right, it's sort of like saying, well, you know, this mug prevents lion attacks because. You don't see any lions here, right? So, um, so you could make an argument saying that uh, that executions prevent additional murders, but yeah. you can't really prove that. Um, the only way you could really tell it is by looking at a society that has no capital punishment and seeing their murder rates compared to a society that does. But there may be lots of other factors um, that that feed into those murder rates also. So it's hard, really hard to to, to discover. Um, I, I can tell you my sense, and my sense is that the very, very vast majority of people uh, don't murder because, uh, they think it's wrong, not because they think they're they're going to get executed for doing it. And my guess is the people who do murder, uh, do it or would do it whether or not the punishment was execution for doing it. It's not like a person would say, well, the punishment's just life in prison, so who cares, right? I don't think a person would really say that. Um, that's my sense of, of things, although I, I I could be wrong. And uh, the same uh, the same uh, thinker, Vandenhog uh, uh, puts in the following way, or he's quoting somebody, some guy. I, I remember this name because it's just a great name, James FitzJames, Sir James FitzJames, or something like that. Uh, and uh, uh, and and he said um, uh, there may be some people who do not commit murders because they will be hanged. The vast majority do not commit murders because they regard it with repulsion. They regard it with repulsion in part because murderers get hanged. Right? In other words, that, uh, that, that the reason that most people don't commit murders is not because they are going to get executed for it. It's because they uh, are appalled by the idea of committing murder. Morally speaking, it's, it's, it's just ingrained in us. But one of the reasons that it's such a taboo is because of the death penalty in that argument. So I think that that argument could be made that, uh, um, that, that there isn't maybe a direct deterrent effect but a sort of indirect deterrent effect, right? It reinforces a social value. Um, it's possible. The second piece, which is the justice piece, um, you can't really argue against. Uh, uh, if that is the conception of justice that a society has—that uh, what that—that uh, that the that the act that's perpetrated by uh, by a murderer uh, should be met with a, with with a uh, with a punishment that is uh, um, equal in magnitude and opposite in direction, right? Uh, then uh, then execution seems a fitting punishment. The problem with it is that uh, when you uh, establish execution as a punishment because of the strict dictates of justice, then it matters um, how justice is carried out. So it matters, um, first of all, the as uh, as the sirachino said it matters the the actual justice of the kind of execution that you have um so the the, the Torah proposes that strangulation is the uh is the most uh, just form of punishment for most murder uh that is not how uh killers are executed today for the most part uh and so one uh, uh has to ask um whether the kind of uh whether the mode of execution that we use today actually does is proportional to the crimes that are there, committed. There was an article yesterday, and I don't remember where it's being considered, but someplace in this country... Bringing back hanging, which of course is strangulation, in a sense. Yes, right. I mean, you know, listen. You you could make an argument that uh, decapitation is the most uh, uh, humane effective. form. It's, it's effective <laughs> and humane uh, and uh, and and fast. Um, I, I guess that uh, um, that society stopped using the guillotine because of its abuse during the 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 terror in, in mm-hmm. France um and that's also uh by the way one of the reasons i think that especially in the contemporary period uh and and i think for for very legitimate reasons that people are um myself included um uh, have their hesitations about the death penalty because of the uh, capacity for society uh um uh to abuse the punishment, um, especially in a totalitarian state and and that sort of thing. Right. So, um, you know, a society that has the precedent of death penalty, it's built into the system, um, can, can see it being abused if the people in power aren't meeting it out justly. Um, so that's, so you have two pieces of it, right. So, which is the, the actual mode of execution, uh, uh, needs to be just in order for it to, to match the, to be a just punishment. But also the, uh, the application of it right so um how criminals are brought to trial and the uh uh the, the the rates of the use of the punishment uh how evenly it's distributed among the population uh that that is killed and also the uh the the uh um the, the certainty of justice right so uh, how often is it that uh that the that uh, um killers are um are uh, wrongly convicted and therefore wrongly executed, um, that is in part I think the reason why the rabbis uh, um, uh, were so reticent to use the death penalty um, and why if you look in the uh, in in the Talmud of the description of the uh, of the uh, it's time for you to go. Uh, if you look in the Talmud of the description of uh, what's required uh, in a capital case in terms of evidence, uh, it's a very, very high standard—way higher than uh, than I think than than the standards uh, in in our court system today. You needed. Two eyewitnesses, um, who were credible witnesses, uh, not related to each other or to the, uh, uh, or to the, uh, uh, victim or to the, um, or to the culprit, uh, who, uh, not only saw the crime but warned the killer about, uh, the, the crime and its punishment and the killer had to decide to do it anyway. Um, the witnesses had to be interrogated separately and, uh, if there was any uh, difference in their testimony even something as small as the the, the color of a person's cloak or uh, well, the placement of a button and things like that, then the testimony would be thrown out. Um, I mean, this is a, you know, really uh, they were uh, um, uh, adjured, uh, um, they weren't sworn in like we swear in witnesses in our courts, they were uh, warned essentially that if they gave a wrong testimony they'd effectively be committing murder themselves I mean, it was a serious business the rabbis put out, so it's not a uh, um, I think that they do it because um, they, they realize that, in theory, it may be a just punishment to execute offenders, but in practice it isn't always. Um, and uh, you get that very famous statement uh, in, in in the Talmud where uh, they say that uh, a court that executes once in every seven years would have been considered a destructive court. And then uh, um, other rabbis come and say that, uh, that, that in fact, they believe it's once in every 70 years. And then other rabbis come and say that, uh, that if they... Uh, uh, that had they been alive when the courts had the authority to execute uh, murderers, they never would have done it. Um, then the anonymous voice of the Talmud comes in and says, well, if that were the case, then uh, then you would have multiplied murderers in Israel. So there is that strand of the tradition that is concerned about the deterrent effect of, uh, of uh, capital punishment. But on the other hand, there are there is I think a much stronger concern that uh, that uh, of the justice of the punishment is it carried out in a just fashion and is therefore if it can't always be carried out in a just fashion is it a just punishment? Um, so those I think are the reasons that were given the uh, the the. the the punishment in, in the Torah is for the the dictates of justice and the um and, and the hope of deterrence. Um, but you can see uh, how those uh, two reasons are uh, uh challenging and, and, and suspect reasons. Um, and even the uh, Torah itself and later the rabbis had their concerns and their doubts about them. Your questions, comments. We have just punishment. The death so Israel does not have the death penalty no? uh, as far as I know Except uh, the only person that Israel's ever executed was uh, Adolf Eichmann, uh, the the Nazi um, and uh, uh, um, there, there was a matter of some controversy uh, um, in Israel at the time first of all not only whether they had the jurisdiction, to, uh, to try Eichmann, but then also whether or not uh, they had the uh, right to use the death penalty, whether it was something that, that, that that's what they wanted in, in Israeli society. So uh, thus far, that's the only uh, uh, case of the death penalty being used in Israel, as far as I know. Um, and uh, um, and I think that uh, um, in terms of the precedent, they, I think that they would reserve it only for someone like an Ayichmen who has uh, committed you know mass murder um Genocidal type crimes, but in constitution, no. Well, Israel doesn't have a constitution, but are, uh, that's uh, a big problem. <laughs> right. uh, but no, but uh, but but I think by by statute, they they don't have capital punishment, uh, and I think they don't have capital punishment because of that. Uh, rabbinic tradition of uh, of knowing that it's uh, very easy uh, for it not to be a just punishment. That's why the terrorists keep coming back and forth. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Door there. I, I'm not sure if that's the reason uh, because uh, Israel has no problem executing terrorists because they consider it you know part of an ongoing war essentially. Uh, so uh, 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 they don't execute them in terms of the court system. Uh, they but, just take them out. <laughs> uh, right, but uh, uh, but they you know have targeted assassinations and things like that, um, which, you know, maybe is a death penalty in a, in a certain sense. But, uh, I mean, you are right in the sense that there are terrorists or ter- terrorist affiliates who get put in prisons and then get released because of prison exchanges and things like that. That does happen. Um, and you could make an argument that that's why terrorists keep on coming back, although um, I think it's more complicated than that, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, How did they kill Eichmann? I don't know. I think. not they- did they hang or did they use, camera? you know? I'm not sure they were firing squad. I, I actually have no idea. I have to look that up. It's a good question. No, I don't think it was firing squad. So may they may have, have hanged been, them. So they may have hanged. Do you remember? I don't remember. I think he was hanging. But I'm not sure. We can uh, we can look if you uh, the books up there. If you get me uh, the E volume, I was going to say you could Google Eichmann, too. <laughs> oh, I guess you could. Is that what you're doing, Joy? Laugh. No. Sorry, I missed that. Here. Do it again. Do it. You're making me laugh. Let's see. How was Adolf Eichmann killed? Let me check on that. Give some information. <laughs> Let's see. How was Adolf Eichmann killed? There you go. Adolf Eichmann in Israel. Yeah. Let me check on that. The Eichmann trial... Adolf <laughs> Eichmann died on Thursday, May 31st, 1962. Have good day, everyone. I didn't ask when You to too, know. Lazar. Um. How was Adolf Eichmann killed put to death checking yeah just That's what I found on the web it just oh. says it just says was executed in here alright ask how he was executed right not right killed here. right ok google how was Adolf Eichmann executed like a nazi bastard <laughs> yeah but part of that trial as i remember it was the mundane this guy was a bureaucrat you yeah. know and as part of his bureaucratic mm-hmm. role he s- sent people off to be slaughtered but it was not what you think of as someone truly heinous carrying out crimes as i remember it, that trial and that was part of what made they it sent him safe. to the lions No. (laughs) Are we still recording? (laughs) I am still recording, but it's okay. He's sentenced to death. Hanged. Oh, really? He was hanged. Strangulation. Biblical. But, of course, Israel didn't have an electric chair because they didn't carry out capital punishment (laughs) otherwise, and we hadn't reached a point where they... Attempt to use chemicals humanely today. Yeah, well, they could have done it uh, uh, in uh, the biblical fashion, uh, which is no stoning. So a guillotine. uh, No, so the the best biblical fashion is this. Oh, so okay, this is how this is how he's this, this is this is this is how strangulation is done according to the Bible. The guilty man is sunk into dung up to his knees and a stiff cloth is wrapped around his neck. And then one pulls one end toward him and the other pulls one end toward him until his life expires. Have a great day, everybody.